0: You are listening to Changing Careers, a podcast about how MBA careers are changing and how MBAs change their careers. I am Conrad Chua. One thing about changing your career path is getting good advice and support. Today's guest will talk about how mentoring and a willingness to take big bets can help your career. She will also talk about how BT, the company she works for, is encouraging diversity within its workforce. Kate Wendelboe is the Director of Media and Broadcast within the Enterprise Division of BT. I started by asking Kate, what does Media and Broadcast mean within BT?
1: So BT has various different arms, as you know. There's um, BT Consumer. So there's, there's BT's producer, producing arm, which is BT Sport, which sits within Consumer. There's BT TV, which is the, the platform. And then we're the media services provider, and we actually sit in, in one of BT's... B2B arms enterprise. So, Medium Broadcast is the media services division.
0: And by media, what sort of services would that cover?
1: So... Most of the services we sell are, are connectivity-based, so everything from occasional use, which is taking feeds from, say, the Premier League stadium. So We have uh, over 150 venues in the UK fibred up, so it's taking those feeds back to wherever the, the broadcaster or the rights holders need them, or more permanent connectivity. So we have a global media network that carries hundreds of channels around the world, um, and we also run broadcast networks for the likes of BBC and ITV.
0: As someone who's watched Premiership put matches live and have struggled to get even a 3G connection, I know that can be quite, quite a challenge, is that right?
1: So that's connectivity at the stadium itself. So that's something that, that, that BT looks at as well, is in-stadium connectivity. And that is definitely uh, an area of great interest, especially as, um, as, as we start to talk a lot about 5G. Um, but so this is more the connectivity for the, the broadcast or the right holders to get the live feeds from all the cameras back to wherever they need them. Kate, could
0: you tell us more about your career? How you got here?
1: Of course, so I, I actually started my career in marketing for Reuters um, and um, took the advantage of um, when Thompson brought Reuters, that that brought around a lot of change. So I took the opportunity to move from marketing to journalism. And it's all about, for me, it's all about the transferable skills. I organized a lot of live events, which translated very well into producing live television, which is what I then did at Reuters. So I was a TV producer as my my second career. Um, And I love journalism. But what really interested me was the, the strategy and the management behind running a business running a product within a business um, which is what prompted me to to do the MBA and the thing that attracted me one of the many things I should say that attracted me to judge apart from the the wonderful building uh, was the fact that it offered a specialism in culture um, arts and media management which was where my passion lay um and so after the MBA I then moved into BT and at the time BT were running what was called a fast track leadership program where you rotated around the business so brilliant way to put my MBA into practice because I did everything from business improvement consulting to um business development to strategy um and one of my strategy roles was with media and broadcast um so that was a couple of roles ago so when the director position came up for media and broadcast it was um it was a great move for me.
0: What are some of the things that uh, keep you up at night in the media industry?
1: I think it's, um, it's absolutely fascinating how the industry is developing, especially with all the new entrants. And, and everyone's a broadcaster now, aren't they? Everyone from, from us as individuals with our phones being able to project direct onto um, Facebook Live um, to a lot of the big players coming in, like Amazon and the Netflix, coming into the video world, and it's really changing the way that people consume video. I mean, I don't know about you, but but I watch I watch mainly on. I hardly I hardly ever watch any live, apart from the Women's World Cup, of course. Hardly ever watch um, watch live television anymore, um, and a lot of it I consume on my phone. So the question is, how um, how We remain relevant to this this changing industry where consumers are changing their consumption patterns and where traditional broadcasters are are having to to be very dynamic about they change their commercial models.
0: Kate, you're part of a very interesting industry-wide mentoring scheme called RISE. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Yeah, of course, of course, and, and it's a great scheme, and it's been going for a couple of years now, um, and is really going from strength to strength. So it's Rise, and it's a, it's a, an organisation to support particularly women in. Um, in on the technology side of, of the broadcasting industry and um, it's a, it's a networking body they've just la- launched an award scheme and it, we're in our second year of the mentoring scheme so I think there's 22 mentor mentee relationships uh, from all parts of the, the industry value chain and, um, and it's a fantastic venue to network and to support Women at, at at various stages of their career in the broadcasting industry.
0: So this is across the industry. So it's not within BT itself.
1: No, no. So so there's there's a number of different companies involved in supporting this, which which I think is one of the one of the things that makes it so powerful.
0: How do you build up that kind of trust between mentor and mentee in a scheme like this, where um, you could be mentoring someone outside your company?
1: I think that's that probably what. What makes the relationships so useful? Because we talk a lot. There was there was a panel um, that some of the mentees were on at at the recent media production show, and a lot of what they talked about was how useful it was to have someone outside of their company to talk to, to take issues to, to talk things through with. Um, and it, uh, the theme of the theme of getting out of your bubble um, came up a lot, and that's that's where that's where I think effective mentor relationships can really can really help people at different parts of their careers because it can push their thinking, it can push them to think in different ways and it can push them to and support them to build up their confidence, not necessarily within their own company, but in the industry as a whole.
0: We have someone in the faculty who's done a lot of research on mentoring and he's found that mentors get a lot of value from a mentoring relationship as well. As a mentor, do you find that the case?
1: Oh amazingly yes, yes and I and I'm also a big advocate and believer in reverse mentoring as well um but I think you know I, I definitely get a lot out of the scheme and of all the of all the the energy and the enthusiasm of the, the mentees themselves is incredibly inspirational and it's also great to hear about different parts of the industry value chain and different opportunities and challenges that that people are experiencing in in companies across the board in the industry.
0: What is reverse mentoring?
1: So reverse mentoring is when someone in, in senior leadership position is mentored by someone at, a, at a, an earlier stage of their careers, as you like, if you like.
0: What does a senior person get out of this since that person would be more experienced?
1: it's a fresh perspective and it challenges you and for me in particular how i use it is around communications how it's coming across what people want to be hearing about in the team so it gives you a very um it just keeps you more grounded and also with the because in 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 my particular case there is an age difference you know you get a different perspective on different kind of medias you should be using for example or different ways of communicating that, that I might not originally have thought of.
0: I, I think I might need something like this just to figure out how to use, uh, use TikTok. Uh, I'm still sh- I still can't get, a- get around the interface for Snap, so there, 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 that sort of ages me. You spent a lot of time in the media industry. How do you feel the industry or BT is increasing the diversity of its workforce?
1: Well, BT in and of itself does an awful lot around diversity, and um, and I was lucky enough to be part of a program that BT has called Tech Women uh, a few years ago, which is again a a networking group, but also it's a series of um, day to two day gatherings around subjects like networking, um, conflict resolution, stakeholder management, um, and as part of the scheme, you get a mentor. So again, the power of mentoring is being introduced there. But it's, it's an incredibly um, powerful way to support women across the organization because of the networking they get, the training they get, and, and the support they get as well.
0: Kate, if you could go back in time, what advice would you give to the Kate who was doing her MBA?
1: I would say soak up every minute of your MBA because I find myself a few years on wanting to just go back and redo it so soak up every minute learn everything you can and also I might have taken a few subjects that um that were a bit more um curveball subjects if you like I took some that that I took a lot of courses that felt quite safe um but you just never know what you might need in your career what
0: what is a curveball subject for you
1: oh well to me um, I think that the most curveball subject that I took was, was around film financing. So that was, again, part of my concentration in cultural arts and media management. And that was, that was one, of, one of the most fascinating courses. But I would have, I would have taken more like that.
0: I, I remember, so they, they, I don't know whether it was Yoya, but they brought someone in who was financing all these Pixar movies.
1: Yeah, oh, I think.
0: And I just remember him talking about how... Uh, they financed Titanic, or rather they thought Titanic was really going to sink the studio.
1: And it didn't. Absolutely. It's like Big Pharma. Yeah. It's like you've got to, you've got to take some big bets.
0: What are some of the big bets you've taken in your career?
1: Um, I think it's into industries that I, that I didn't know much about. So I took a strategy role where I was working with a number of BT smaller businesses like Red Care. Um, which is a security network and, and with um the phone book and phone boxes so industries that I didn't necessarily Wait, know a lot are about.
0: The phone boxes as in the the old phone where you had Yes. Where, where Clark hands would go in.
1: Exactly to okay. change. Yes, yes. That is the main yes, that is the main use obviously. Um and um and so I think there were curveballs but I but I I think it was hugely useful for me and has been hugely useful for me in, in, in growing and developing my career to work outside of of the industries that maybe I, I am initially drawn to and I'm initially most comfortable in. Because I think if you step outside um, of your home industry, if I call it that, um, you learn an awful lot that you can then bring back, even if it's just a different way of thinking about strategic issues. So going from industry to industry, and then maybe you go back to your home industry, is um, is is a very powerful learning mechanism.
0: How do you keep that kind of compass in your career journey amidst all these big bets and curveballs?
1: I think, and and some advice I gave to at, at a, this mentoring event yesterday was about following your gut instinct, and it's about taking on um, taking on the, the challenges that. That you find interesting. And it's all about that. If if you're really interested in, in your your role and your career, you just have to keep keep that interest, keep that interest going. And and that will keep your compass aligned.
0: That was my conversation with Kate Wendelboe of BT. I hope you're inspired now to find a mentor, and just as importantly, to offer yourself as a mentor to others. You can listen to this show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, subscribe if you've not done so. And if you've already subscribed, thank you so much. Just one favor please share this with someone you know who would benefit from listening. You can leave a rating or review, it helps others discover the show. You can also tweet at me at ConradChua16. That's at ConradChua and the number's 16. Till next time, this is Conrad Chua on Changing Careers.